Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay (laughs) woke. Stay woke. Let's go. Alright, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. February 23, 2022. What time is it, guys? Oh, that's right. It's Good Time Culture Podcast time. We are once again live coming out of the mighty, mighty OX. I am OG Mutt That Dog. (laughs) And pushing all the buttons is Hollywood. And once again, we are your ancient astronaut theorists. And everything we speak about on this podcast is protected opinion. And today's sponsor. We've seen everything on the televisions, on your phones, the insurrection, the people just going wild, demanding the government to do its will. And what did they use? Horses. Well, Boston Animatronics Incorporated, new horse stable line, new road horses out there, guys. Well, look up the website if you have a need to stomp an insurrection, you know, (laughs) trucker convoys, stuff like that. Dude, you don't have to worry about the feces. You don't have to worry about PETA. You don't even have to worry about feeding them. All right? Yeah. Don't this, forget Boston Animatronics. Yeah, and we also got an, uh, another sponsor. It's called uh, Stomping Horse Stables. This guy. So if you need <laughs> if you need to put down a insurrection and go stomp on some faces, uh, you can uh, you can give them a call at like I said, hey, look, look up Stomping Horse hey, Stables. I've been trying to refuse that Sponsor guys, because I'm trying to save the horses. But Hollywood, dude, he he watches 300 like at least twice a day. Yes, it's do you know what I mean? So he, all right, all right, let's calm down. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. Right? Come on now. All right, so let's uh, let's get into this. This is Good Times Culture Podcast, and um, we're gonna go ahead and play some clips of the of the week here that we've accumulated and uh, procured for your listening pleasure. So you don't have to go in onto this thing they call social media, guys. We do it for you. Yeah, just we do all the work. Kick back and just listen to it. Yeah, we dig through that, you know, stuff. All right, we'll see you on the other side here. Yeah, uh, in the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Lord, give me a sign. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and that righteousness is of me, said the Lord. 
baby. Uh. Lord, give me a sign. I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown. And I'm still going through it. Pain and a hurt. Yeah. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. Yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus. Devil, I rebuke you for what I go through and trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no fear. I will know no pain from the light to the dark. I will show no shame, spit it right from the heart. Cause it's right from the start. You held me down and ain't nothing they can tell me now. Lord, give me a sign. Let me know what's on your mind. Let me know what I'm gonna find. It's all in time. Show me how to teach the mind. Show me how to reach the blind. Lord, give me a sign. Tell me what I got to do to bring me closer to you Cause I'ma go through whatever you want me to Just let me know what to do Lord, give me a sign Please show me something I'm tired of talking to him knowing he frightened Cry about life ain't nothing But you either be the one mad cause you trapped or the one hunting Trapped in your own mind waiting on the Lord A hunting with the word that cuts like a sword Spoken word is stronger than the strongest man Carries the whole world out strongest hand you never let us down, Jesus I know you're here with us now, Jesus I know you're still with us now Keep it real with us now I wanna feel, show me how, please Let me take your hand, guide me I walk slow, but stay right beside me Devil's trying to find me, hide me Hold up, I take that back Protect me and give me the strength to fight Give me a sign Let me know what's on your mind Living through the most prosperous, safest time in human history. But there's one thing that's happening right now that nobody's really talking about. And you as an individual have to start paying attention to. It's that financial censorship and sanctions are becoming the default. If somebody disagrees with a country, a company, or an individual, they start to actually sanction them. And somehow, as we've expanded the use of the terminology like terrorism, also financial sanctions are getting normalized. What used to be reserved for people that were enemies at war, now all of a sudden is being used over and over and over again. Just this week, here's a couple of examples. The United States is sanctioning Russia as they begin to invade Ukraine. China is sanctioning U.S. defense contractors for selling arms to people that they don't like. Canada is literally sanctioning their own citizens for doing things that they don't agree with. Financial censorship is becoming the standard, and individuals must wake up and start paying attention. Now, here's a little bit more about these specific examples. First, Canada. Anyone in Canada who supports or furthers the Freedom Convoy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or any other social media platform is a target to have their bank accounts frozen and insurance policies nullified. That is absolutely insane. It's basically saying that the government is looking at anyone who dissents against their viewpoint, and they are going to use financial sanctions, literally a tool of war, to go and shut them up to go and sanction them to freeze their assets to freeze their bank account this is nasty nasty stuff then if we look at china china has gone after raytheon and lockheed because they've sold equipment and services to taiwan now of course you expect a country to sanction another country but the country to sanction individual companies or individuals this stuff is getting pretty crazy and so the quintessential example is the united states sanctioning russia we know that the united states has told russia over and over and over again if you invade ukraine we will sanction you and that's exactly what's playing out now now, of course, I'm not here to judge who's right, who's wrong. I'm not here to judge whether sanctions should be put on or not. Ultimately, what we are seeing is that there is a movement in the world that every single country that disagrees with another country, that disagrees with a company or disagrees with a citizen, 
They are now normalizing financial sanctions and censorship. And so what you can do at home is first, you have to educate yourself. You have to understand what financial censorship is. Scary times. Here we are. Man. This is uh, interesting, you know, with this uh, Chinese thing and this, uh, all this, it's, um, you got you to gotta play back a little bit what he was saying. Like, huh? um. That's Pompli- Anthony yeah, yeah. Pompliano, by like the way, about, about on YouTube. A little bit more, right there. What was he talking about? Play it again. Of course, I'm not here to judge who's right, who's wrong. I'm not here to judge whether sanctions should be okay, put see, on this is the or problem. not. Ultimately, what we Stop are it right now, bro. Is- this is the ultimate problem about the sanctioning and the capability of sanctioning. We've talked about the manufacturing and the outsourcing of manufacturing from this country. The reason they can hold Raytheon and all these all these global and that's a a big military contract company. It, it guarantee it gets contracts guaranteed from our U.S. government. You've had Boeing, you have Lockheed. They're getting a lot of their manufacturing done in China. They've set up big manufacturings in China. If you start looking at the Air Force, their their battleships, their military equipment. They look like a lot of Boeing designs. They're, people don't understand that this has happened before. Back in World War II, you had up in Washington, you had the Japanese opening shops and underbidding other shops up there and getting all these contracts, getting all the blueprints, and then going back home and making airplanes and things. And, and that's what they used to battle against us. And it wasn't just in this country. They were doing it all over. But that's what I mean is that all these companies – it's these companies. It's again what we what George Carlin was talking about. It ain't a war against against countries, guys anymore. It's about these these companies, these names, these these what brands do you have, and how does China have these companies by the you know by the webbles, by the balls? How? Because they've moved a lot of their eighty percent of their manufacturing is all in China now. Dude, there wouldn't be no bottleneck at the docks. If we still made Levi's here in the U.S., if we still made a lot of this, we, we wouldn't have this issue because we, we self-sustaining. But our own companies, our own government has sold us out. Even our crops, even our fucking, even our, our avocados come from Mexico. Dude, we live in this fucking, we live in a county, guys, that produces A1 avocados and we got to go to the grocery store again from Mexico. We live by the sea, by the ocean here. In California, and you go to the supermarket, and they got fish from China and India. How's that? How how does that work? Just in case people <clears throat> aren't sure that the uh, kind of it makes it sound like the Canadian convoy is done. There's still people coming to every capital in Canada. You know, yeah, yeah. No, they, the, they've gone to. It's Quebec. not over. They've you know? gone to others. They're still on, yeah. they're still on their way though. Like the the way that the Canadian government is making it sound is like the protests over. You know, it's definitely not. No, over. no, no, no. It's, it's worldwide. Up the people. It's it go just, ahead. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry, worldwide. It just started uh, in California. They're going to be going to Arizona, Texas, and then I think they're running through all the red states, all the way up to Washington D.C. They are not going to uh, blockade. They're going to slow roll all the way to D.C. And then it, 
sounds like what they're going to do too, just so they don't get into any trouble. They're actually not going to enter Washington, D.C. They're just going to circle the beltway, which is, if you look at the D.C. map, there's a, a beltway that goes around D.C., like perfect circle around it. So you never actually enter into D.C. proper, but you circle around it. And that's they're just going to do circles with the convoy. And hopefully to the it'll be to the point where the convoy will be like the whole circle, I'm hoping. But uh, the you know every, all the plans that I've seen so far, they, they've specifically said they do not want to block. That's, you know, if anybody's blocking it, it's not them. It's someone else that they're going to basically just slow roll all the way up there. Should be the revolution won't be televised. Obviously, they're not going to show it on the news, but you can find it. Yeah, we were, we were just watching of, it earlier. You have a lot of uh, live feed. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you got to start looking on alternate uh, streaming channels. You know, besides YouTube, you got to start digging different ones out there, guys, because YouTube is blocking a lot of it. It's it's surprising what they're allowing. And what they're, you know, at this moment. Look at this chat, dude. Dang. Oh, dude. Is, it, is it over? Yeah, but a lot of people talk papa, so I mean, not everyone does anything. Yeah? Yeah. This is in Arizona. Right now, it's dark. Uh, How long is it? I mean, he, he at this point, I would say it was at least a couple miles. When he started, it was daytime, so you could see it a lot better. It was pretty far. There is, uh, as as I can see with my what? Eye. At least a couple hundred people standing around the the, On the street. Oh huh? man, look at them all! Yeah. Flags. You know, these are people that are cheering on the convoy. Well, we'll talk about a state that should be one of the forerunners about this whole argument when they've known that that state has been just how do I say our democracy, our our voting system had been made into a a joke. They made it into a just a yes. garbage. Yeah. Such an honorable system we've had. For many years, when it's an honest, when everyone's honest, but again, that that state. I, I anyways. So uh, Bitcoin. Thank God, thank God they're standing up, man. Bitcoin's been kind of a. Uh, it's kind of an interesting thing because there's some people. I listened to a Bitcoin podcast today. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Tales from the Crypt, I think, is what it's called. But uh, that's an old TV show. Yeah, that's a comic book series. They, you know, they were kind of torn on Bitcoin taking center stage with the Canadian donations because it sounds like right now that twenty-one Bitcoin that got donated to the Canadian truckers has been officially frozen, and that if they move those coins at all, they know the addresses that those coins went to because the coins got sent to a centralized uh, donation hub. And that's the whole problem with Bitcoin is once once you send your coins to a centralized uh, network, now they can track those coins very easily. Where if you and if I wanted to donate to you, I could donate to you and they couldn't stop me. But if I donate to a donation page that ends up dispersing those coins to you, that's how they can stop it. Well, yeah, because they got to have a record of it because they're a company. Mm-hmm. That's why if it's one-on-one, if it's a gift to somebody, it's different. Yeah. And once that company, but that's the problem then. when it, If they make us every to do everything over the phone, that means there's a carrier that has to make that transaction, so they have to have your information. I can't just go up to you and go, here's a couple dollars. Yeah, they were... 
these guys are hardcore Bitcoiners. You know, they, they don't even, they don't buy any shit coins. They don't buy Ethereum. They're just all Bitcoiners. But they, uh, I could tell that it, they were torn on it because it, it is good press, you know, like it, and the Bitcoin network is still intact. It still does what it's supposed to do. It's just, um, it's definitely getting kind of a, you know, a bad name to it. Because it, it sounds, you know, for the normal person that's not into crypto, doesn't know about the different networks, it sounds like Bitcoin got screwed. You know, like the, the network didn't work. But obviously it's it's how you use those those coins, you know, kind of depends on if it's going to work or not. Well, they, they have to go after th- that big name because, remember, I've always said you can't, you got to be careful about your name getting bigger than this name, the U.S. or any country. And Bitcoin, that name, unfortunately, is it's a it's everywhere now. It's it's you see, like again, you see ATM machines, you know, or whatever Bitcoin machines everywhere you go now. So, I I, I can see the the why government's going to go to it because they got to discredit it somehow. Somehow they got to discredit it, bro. Did you see all the shenanigans that was going on with Give, Send, Go donations where they doxed the... Did you see that? Well, again, because they have to use someone else's system to transfer money, too. But you heard about what happened? No. So there was a someone hacked the Give, Send, Go website. Oh, and released the names. Yeah. and then, But I heard it was, but it was a... Ha- a a well-known hacker, like that's what he does for a living, and he showed his face. So he was like, "Try and get me." Yeah, I don't know if it was that guy, but he definitely was taking credit for it. Yeah, he was douchebag. But um, just today, Wednesday, the twenty-third of February, they had another uh, doxing that happened. Where now it's they gave it was basically a Google Maps uh, setup, so it's like a map of Canada. And it's literally got uh, the little, um, no, I can't remember what they're called, the little points, you know, on the map for each person that donated. So you can see the exact location and you can click on it. So so the government's obviously doing this. Well, that was the thing I I mentioned. Okay, so so they come to my house and they come, I can shoot them? They're threatening me, right? I don't don't think so, but, but I think you bring up a really good question that, you know, how... You know, if, if you try to dox, say, a politician, if you try to give the location of a politician like that, or just to say the location of anybody, a pizza joint guy, you know, that, that you don't like, the government and you know, the authorities will come after you in a heartbeat, but yet this repeated doxing is happening. And like you said, I think it brings up a good point. You know, why is this being allowed to happen? And then is this actually... Is this actually the government doing this? Because it it definitely gives you pause to donate to something if you're going to be uh, whether, you know whether outed it's worldwide. True or not, you know they're showing they anyway. control the eyes. No, no. I thought that think, was pretty screwed the, up that they did that. No, but think about the theory you just said. I mean, whether it's true or not, whatever they're throwing all these stories like they've always have to try and derail everyone's view. You know? Oh, remember right now you heard the. Uh, in Ottawa, the police department uh, saying that they, because I guess there was a group of government reporters, you know, because that's what the Canadian government has been doing is paying off all the reporters. And they were there in the middle of the trucker convoy and they asked them out. They're like, get out of here. Get out of here. 
So I think yesterday the, the the Ottawa police put out a report, or no, they they put a they, they gave out a speech, and in, during the speech they mentioned how they're going to go after people who were talking smack to the to the reporters. He goes seriously. So what I understand is that the Constitution is still alive, guys. In this country, the Constitution is still alive. Freedom of speech, according to the Constitution, no one can take it from you. The president can't make a mandate. No one can take away our freedom of speech, our Second Amendment, our Third Amendment. No one can take our 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 rights. No one. And the Constitution still lives, man. Yeah. The Constitution still lives. The right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's right. That's still in effect as far as... Uh, and our grievances, our government is not representing us at all. Okay, well. Uh, got anything else about... um? What else have we got over here? Oh, I was still going to talk a little bit about Bitcoin. What do you think? You want to keep going on Bitcoin? I know you want to go. Go for uh, it. Let's see. I, I'm going to stop talking about because I know nothing about it. Bitcoin actually made it again to Fox News, which I thought was kind of interesting. For the boomers out there. You should know the Biden administration once again has not condemned this. In fact, they're emulating it. The White House is currently, right now, preparing to release an executive order on cryptocurrency that could come as soon as next week. According to Yahoo, the plan is for the federal government to, quote, come up with a government-wide strategy to regulate digital assets. The FBI, meanwhile, has just formed a new unit, quote, focused on digital asset seizure and blockchain-based lawbreaking. Now, what does that mean? Mm. Well, we're learning from no Canada. Blockchain-based law-breaking means that you donated money to a cause the government doesn't like, for instance, against vaccine mandates. And the State Department has no problem with that at all. So, so what this, does this wait, stop it real quick, stop mm. it real quick. Ran a big so this is like the same thing. Remember during this whole crap, the, the, the Black Lives Matter, if they caught any executive or anybody donating to the Republican Party... What did they do? They they fired them. They let go of it. How many CEOs, how many people that worked at companies, when they found out or that if a company was supporting a, a, a Republican or a conservative or a religious group, they were going after them. The the mm-hmm. woke movement. Remember, they would, they would uh, what's that called? They, they, they would... Um, Docs. No, but no. They, they, they would, what was that whole thing they were called? They would shun them. They would, they would just go after them. And now they're doing now it's bigger. Oh, you donated to this conservative group? You did, who are they going after? It's the same it's the same group, guys. It's the same group that allowed Black Lives Matter and all these ridiculous things that happened for the past 2 years. And it's the same group that when Obama's last administration and our police officers were being murdered in their police cars it's the same administration that was allowing this whole thing. That's my theory about this, dude. This stuff is dirty. I like this, and it's easy to you know play the tape of people getting run over by horses, but the idea they could just seize your digital currency dude. strikes me as a very big deal. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, Tucker. But yes, they can only seize your digital currency, your Bitcoin, if you're holding it on an exchange, like you, right. like you mentioned. It's much harder for them to seize it if you're... 
in control of your Bitcoin by holding your own private keys, which is the beauty and the importance of Bitcoin as a monetary revolution. It allows you to actually control your money. It is a digital bearer instrument. It is digital cash. So as long as people are taking control of their own private keys, it's, it's significantly harder to uh, stop the spread of Bitcoin and prevent people from sending transactions. So that's without getting too technical here, and thank you for saying that. Um, so the, the promise of cryptocurrency is still in place that you can operate transactionally without government oversight. How complicated is it not to use an exchange but to hold the keys for yourself? Could the average person do something like that? Yeah, it's very easy. I mean, there's plenty of mobile apps that you can go download, uh, whether it be Blue Wallet, Green Wallet. You can find those in your iOS stores or Android apps. These are open source wallets that anybody can download and easily create private keys, send their, their Bitcoin from an exchange directly to a wallet. They can back up their wallet with 12 words that if they were able to memorize them, theoretically, they could walk around with their Bitcoin in their heads. Um, so it's, it's very simple to, to access the software that enables you to take control of your, of your Bitcoin and, and actually custody it yourself. God, I mean, you got to think if they're zeroing out people's bank accounts for political reasons, there's going to be a... No, man, it's, it's, it's interesting. That's Marty Bent, and he's the one that has the uh, Tales from the Crypt podcast. I would recommend it. They, 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 they talk about freedom as much as they do uh, Bitcoin, which I think is um, something that we all should be thinking about and talking about. No, man, I'm, I'm more concerned about that, how this... This group has been just growing larger and larger. And do you really think that this truck convoy and all this can can actually stop this this snake that's been growing, man? I, I do. Mean, uh, but we talked a little bit about it. It's going to be painful for a lot of people because, like I'm telling I'm telling everybody I know that I I love and know that if you haven't try to stock up a little bit. Just on the on the stuff that you use every week, you know, you don't need to go buy like bags of rice or anything that that kind of thing. But if you use things on a weekly basis, I would definitely have three weeks supply of that stuff mm. because it sounds like this is going to be a three week convoy, and if it gains enough momentum, you know, it could be even longer. And especially, I mean, it looks like these authoritarian types they're they don't want it. They don't want to go back on their uh, their mandates or their decrees. You know what I mean? No oh, man. They want to. They their ego is too strong. Uh, they're not even making. They're at least in this country. They're not going through the due processes to make this into laws. No, it's an emergency. They're, just, they're not. Yeah. They're mandating these things. Orders from one person dictating to us as a nation, this an, country, and we have a check and balance. That's why I don't understand it. These mandates have been taken to court and they've been stopped. This is the difference between our government and the Canadian government. The Canadian government, their courts aren't listening to the people. They're not up keeping their, their what do they call it, their bylaws? They got a... Breaking news. What happened? Trudeau uh, revokes his Emergency Powers Act out of Canada. Um, I think this came out a couple hours ago, though. Three, yeah, it's like four o'clock. Is he giving the people their cars back? Are the truckers getting their trucks but back? That I think that's the thing that's the most interesting is that the insurance cancellation and the bank cancellations. I bet you those are still there. But do you okay? 
So now, do you think that he, the motivation for this, for him, was the attention of the worldwide media? Or because they were, there was a, there were uh, groups, uh, nation groups that were already doing sanctions on Canada because they were backing the truckers movement. Wow, really? Because it was a peaceful movement and they saw the tyranny of this government, the Trudeau government. I do have this. Uh... Iranian re- regime condemns Trudeau government yeah, following violent crackdown on freedom protesters. Dude. The Iranian government condemns Ch- Canada. Well, because also, do you know that's they awesome. have a big Iranian population there? Huh, I didn't so know that. So that's a lot of the, the, the truckers and the, the, the hard, you know, the people like, oh, they're just workers there. Too, you know what I mean? So they have a, that's you know how much money they probably send back to that country? Are faced with citizens. Look at these dudes, and they don't even have police names. Yeah. These are all hired thugs, man. It's uh, stormtroopers, huh? Yep. Or do we allay it? No, look at these cowards, man. Cowards. Because they had those guns and those sticks. So the, uh, I think it's the number one murder capital of the world, uh, El Salvador. Uh, the president there condemned Canada for their treatment of their civilians. <laughs> like well, what, did you see what kind that of world? Re- Everything's upside down these days. It's funny. Did you see the that one um, uh, rebel news reporter that got uh, pretty much shot in the face with a tear gas shot, tear gas gun? Mm-hmm. Her name, I forgot what her name is. Alice, something like that. It, 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 straight up, you could see her, and then she still got punched and beat, like smacked three or four times by the. Ottawa Police Department, mm. dude. It's what's her name like Allegra something. That was she has a but she has a real deep uh, French accent. You know what I mean? But oh, dude, they, they were they're just dirty man, dirty, dirty people in Canada. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> but there there is a convoy starting. It just started at noon today, leaving California. It's heading to Arizona, then to Texas. Uh, so just um, if you're in uh, America, I know we got we got listeners worldwide here. Hey, yeah, let's give a shout out. I didn't mention it all, guys, because usually we give this view at the beginning. But guys, whatever you guys been doing out there, whatever you know, word of mouth, you know, good time culture podcast. Me and Hollywood are humbled, humbled. The numbers go up every week, and we're just guys. Shout out to the to the German people who listen to the show, the Brazilians, the Canadians, to the Argentinians, the Filipinos, and the Switzerland people, man. The Australia. Swiss. Oh, the Aussies. Yeah, we got some Australian people. Dude, we could, we just the nation is growing and I and Hollywood and I just dude, we're just two dumbasses here, man. <laughs> yep, that's what we do. We uh we are Amateurs, there's no editing on this show. There's no rehearsal. There's no planning. This is just basically what uh, we've experienced through the week and our uh, observations of worldwide culture. And, and man, don't forget, what's that? It is interesting these days, isn't it? Oh, what is it? Good time, 805. I think I. Dot hot gmail.com. Good times. Culture eight zero five at gmail dot com. Good times culture eight zero five at gmail dot com. 
Send us your message so we can read it online. You know, we read it on the air. Uh oh. We got a message? I messed that up. If someone wrote that down, don't write that down. <sighs> and he's the producer, guys. Yeah. He's the producer. I don't really, uh, this is just therapy for me. This is my audio, my therapeutic audio uh, journey of the week. Dude. But, um, if you guys want to contact us, it is Good Times Podcast. 805 at gmail.com. You can leave us a message there. Good talk, time talk some crap. I'm pretty sure anywhere you listen to this, you can leave comments. I know on Anchor, you can leave a comment. If you watch, if you listen on uh, Apple, you can leave reviews there. Google's the same thing. So if you, uh, if you get any value out of this, definitely leave us a review or just tell someone. Please, please, and I know it sounds, and you guys have been, and we appreciate it. You know, good. You know, it just. Let's let's move on. I am not what you would call a handsome man. The good Lord chose not to bless me with, with charm, (laughs) athletic ability, or a fully functional brain. You see. You're an inspiration to all of us who, who weren't born handsome and, and charming and cool. And, and So this is pretty funny right here. Check this out. Okay. <laughs> there was a there was a shootout in Portland between Antifa and some some um, residents <laughs> that weren't really down for the Antifa protest. But uh, before we play that clip, I'm going to play this because it's hilarious. Request of Alexander Hayden Stein to address council regarding vaccine passport approval. Alexander, are you able to unmute? Yes. Can you see me? Yo, can you hear me? Yes. I'm clear. Okay. Yo, uh, I just want to say, hey, uh, I'm a member of Antifa. And uh, listen, I was in Texas. I had a wife. She worked at a bank. You know, she worked there for 11 years and I had two kids. And she got all radicalized and became a Trump supporter. So I took the dog, I took the car, and I drove straight to Los Angeles. And I'll be honest with you, like, L.A. was terrible. It was a nightmare. And then I met some guys. We rode some trains, and we went up to Portland. And I have to tell you guys, this is the best place, the cleanest methamphetamines that I've ever done. But the problem is, is a lot of these guys, all these dope users out there, you know, they're a lot of them aren't vaccinated and that's the thing. They got all these needles. I don't want to catch COVID. You know what I mean? Like I'm triple vaccinated and I think everything. And I mean, I'm telling you this El Camino, I like I've been parked on the street for three weeks. Nobody has said anything at all. It is so chill. Dude, I'm just, you can smoke all day in the purest Molly I've ever seen. Um, Like you can stay up all night and it's chill in Portland. In Texas, if you stay up all night, it's terrible. And, like, man, what happened at the federal building, it was, like, 
it was sweet that y'all were so chill about it because a lot of my boys were the ones starting those fires. And like, I know some family friends that went down on January 6th to Washington, D.C., and now they're in jail forever. Like, they're going to be in jail forever. So that's so tight that you were able to hook us up, Mayor Wheeler, and not mess us up like those loser Trump supporters. They're, like, so Portland is chill. So, guys, if y'all want some clean dope, the fentanyl is clean. Uh, the Molly is clean. Uh, the PCP, the GHB. Oh, my, the cleanest GHB I've ever seen. Have you seen this guy yet? What, is he serious? No. So this guy calls up the city councils and gets his three-minute city council <laughs> speech. And he just, like, trolls these uh, city council guys. And it's hilarious because they can't do anything about it. Uh, no Agenda played one of these a couple weeks ago. Wow. And they just get, <laughs> they can't stop it because they they have to give him his three minutes. It's freaking awesome. I love it. Is there any reaction from the city council? Well, they can't. I don't think it's a react. It's more of like they just give a, uh, um, I want to give this guy props, but it's from the Andy No wow. channel. But That's dope, dude. Says that Alex Stein, but I don't. I feel like that's not his name. <laughs> it could be though. That's dope, man. I, I <laughs> but uh, this actually really—that was fake. This actually really did happen. And 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 she got a, a, a guard. Okay, so what happened? <laughs> I set it up here. She, this police officer, was giving a statement on because they had two fatal shootings in two different areas in Portland last weekend. One of them was actually like a shootout between a bunch of Antifa and a uh, resident. I don't know what the so other Antifa one was. Antifa has guns now and they're going in shootouts? They were they were walking wow. around with uh, firearms, allegedly, walking wow. around the park. and um, So they were instigating this kind of. You know, they were, they were protesting some. It was uh, guns. Well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many. I don't. I never saw any videos of them with guns, but they did allegedly have guns. So wow. I, I can't actually say because I was. I don't. There's no video of them. Of course, after the shooting uh, in this park, and it sounds like one of the residents actually shot and killed one of the Antifa people. So I mean, and I think it was a girl, but uh, there were shots being fired back at the resident. Um, and the, the hilarious thing is, I mean, it's not hilarious. Someone died, but the, the irony of this is that the Antifa guys were supposedly protesting some death of a black person somewhere, of course. Right. And it was the resident that actually shot the Antifa person was a black resident. So it's like they were shooting, (laughs) shooting at a black resident. And then, you know, while they were protesting, but Anyway, this this cop was given a statement on those two shootings in Portland, uh, and then they got hijacked by some crazy person. I don't even know if I want to play the crazy person more than I want to play the uh, the actual. Uh... Let's see what this when is. When it comes here. to Antifa, when it comes to BLM, when it comes to these fucking militant black dudes. None of them have ever been shot by a white supremacist Nazi of the most racist Americas of all times. 
They shoot at each other. They shoot at each other. Every fucking time I was sitting there going, they did this themselves, right? <laughs> somebody, somebody stepped on somebody else's bottom surgery and then went fucking crazy, right? No? No, no. What looks like happens um, is that they got all militant and they got all up in somebody's business and a homeowner went out there and um, fucked these people up. And by the way, we told you this was going to happen, right? We told this was the intent. Everybody import for all these Antifa assholes need to be arrested, and then your city council needs to be arrested, your mayor needs to be arrested, your chief of police—they all need to be arrested. We all said this was going to fucking happen. We told you these goofballs are going to go into a residential area. They're going to run into someone who's had enough of this stupid shit. They're going to start blasting these fucking tards. And here you here you go. I <laughs> mean, here you go. No, 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 we are peacefully protesting for two years. Listen to that handpiece at the beginning of this video. Where did you freedom fighters protest against white yeah. supremacy? For yeah. Why are you fighting against white supremacy? Yep. You white BLM motherfuckers are only people killing black people lately. And uh, so I guess this is a mostly peaceful death, I guess. What, what is it? What are you, over here? you guys are all armed up, mostly peaceful, shooting fucking each other, shooting homeowners. Well, a homeowner shoots back Dude. over here. Now you're all fucked up. Uh, the police department update shooting in Rose City uh, Park neighborhood. One deceased, multiple victims injured. Preliminary investigation to the February 19th, 2022 shooting near the intersection of Northeast 55th Avenue and Northeast Hazaslo? Hazaslo? Hans and Aslo? Greedo set this fucking shit up? What is going on over here? Hazaslo Street indicates this incident started with a confrontation between an armed homeowner and armed protesters. I, I, again, doesn't take an internet Nostradamus to see what's going on. These meth head lunatics, they're all felons. Every single one of these. You know, have you seen any of the, Andy Node has got the best uh, channel. Because yeah. he'll, he'll post mug shots of the, have yeah. you seen them? Yeah. <laughs> have you he'll seen? show the trials. He'll Dude. show the ones who, who got, because the they've mug, got a lot of them convicted for murder too. The mug shots that he posts are insane. Like yeah. you, you've never seen a crazier. They're all psycho-looking people. You know, they're literally they look like they've lost their mind, and they're and they're on drugs. I mean, it's it's these, insane. Some of these people, you know, these are the Redland children, man. These are the <sighs> children of Redland children, dude. These are I'm telling you, these are the Redland children, man. Uh, I know this is a family show, but uh, fuck Antifa. That's all I got to say. You said, you know what, dude? That's four times that that word's been said on this show. The F word. And I think we need to put that in the book as something we need to control. Okay. F right. Antifa. How's all that right, I'm just, I'm, No, I'm just speaking for myself, too, because I've let it out today. Oh. And, oh. <sighs> yeah. So there is definitely some pushback around the world here. This is... Uh, Tell them where from on yeah, this. this is, it, ain't, it ain't just a white man. This is uh, Australian. I think they're native, like um, some sort of native tribe in Australia. They look like Mexicans to me. Eh? They look like the Indians. They kind of do. They look, they look like almost like everything. Hawaiian. Yeah, the like Hawaiian. They look like uh, Polynesian. But these are these are real men standing up for freedom right here. And I, I would like to see some more men like this stand up for freedom. Well, they are standing up, bro. Right, they are. They are. Listen to this shit. Oh, <laughs> 
Murray Nader performed War Dance to end mandate. They're already calling War Dance, homeboy. <laughs> They knew every word of it, dude. <laughs> yeah, goosebumps. Dude, for we got that. That's gonna be one of our new theme songs, right? <laughs> you know, you were just th- you were thinking about we gotta change the theme song. That's another one. Send your emails for the vote. We're thinking about changing the theme song. Oh yeah, we gotta. We're gonna. We've almost. Uh, we're coming up on a year of uh, doing a show here. So hopefully, what show number is this? Again? Hopefully, we'll make it a whole year and Dang. we'll do a new. Um, do a new intro here. We need a new ad too. Yeah, of our, uh, yeah. Maybe we should do a, a ad for stomping horse stables. If you if you need a horse to stomp out a a a, a, a um, disabled yeah. old lady, yeah, that, that's our sponsor. The, uh, the lady that that the horse guy stomped out in Canada, yeah, yeah, was a uh, uh, a, a Native American Canadian. Disabled, retired. So, so that's still lady. make them Native Americans. What's that? Does that still make them Native Americans, or is that Native Canadians? Yeah, I don't. I think they said. In, uh, I think they said Native American. If I don't remember. they say First Nation up there? Could be. I could think be. that's what they. Those dudes over there say. First they nation. call First Nation. Yeah, could yeah, be. They're First Nation. All right. So they. Okay. So Boston Animatronics. I guess that's what they're called. They're the ones who make this product. So you don't have to use live. Dude, again, the, the governments don't fear the truckers. They fear PETA. PETA can bring you down. I mean, you don't want to use the real horses. Yeah, some, who was it? Oh, it was, uh, I listened to this one guy. Oh, what's his name? Something country from Texas. He's like a YouTuber. Big country? No. Ah, crap. Now I can't remember his butt. Dude, that's like channel. half of. The people in Texas, big country is probably what's their name. But he brings up the horses that they used for those protests, that they're not normal horses. Those are, uh, they're like bred, they're almost Clydesdale style horses. So, you know, a normal horse is, you know, a thousand pounds, maybe 1200 pounds or something like that. Where these horses, they're, you know, 1800 to 2000 pound horses. They're huge, gigantic horses. You know, uh, I don't know if they're bred specifically. They're definitely bred to intimidate like that. But uh, but that visual must have been horrendous, man. To I mean. I would have punched that horse right in the face, well, dude. Because we've, we've seen the videos of the, the, the Nazis and what they've done. Or, of course, that's a name you can always bring easily. But all the other dictatorships that they've done, you know, just the Stalins and the... And the you know what they've done over there in Russia, and and the, you know the what do you call it the Boric, Boris Revolution what was it called over there? Remember when Conan punched that horse and Conan the Barbarian? Dude, I'm good. talking about real stuff, and you're talking about movie stuff, dude. I want to get that clip. Maybe it was a camel. Maybe he punched a camel. That's what it was. He punched a camel. You ever seen Conan the Barbarian? Oh man, I've seen. Yosemite Sam, go and hit the horse's nose and tell him, when I say whoa, 
I means war. Just happened to have some Conan the Barbarian music. Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And on to this. All right, see And you. good time, culture <laughs> podcast emerged. There you go. <laughs> oh, man, are you ready for the best part of the show here? All right. This is the best part. Here we go. Second Amendment, baby. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah. Oh, man. I still got this thing going in the background. Bad. Freaking DJ. Too many tabs going here. And here I am. Explain just his here. plan going forward. Kyle, thanks so much for coming on tonight. I, don't, I can't <laughs> think of many people who've been at the receiving end of this much sinister Woo. lying from Kyle Rittenhouse. It's coming you for have, you, LeBron. How are you going to respond? Well, Tucker, thank you for having me. Um, of course. Me and my team have decided to launch the Media Accountability Project as a tool to help fundraise and hold the media accountable for the lies they said and deal with them in court. Interesting. So the idea is... I got a lot of Tucker uh, Maybe clips, like the huh? Covington Catholic Just now kids. realized it. You will be suing news organizations that maliciously lie about people who are in the news? Is, is that the plan? Yes, sir. We're going to be holding them accountable, Tucker. Do you, exp- I mean, I-, I guess I have to ask a kind of a dumb question, but, you know, why isn't there a group like this that exists already since the media so often are not observers, they're players, they're participants in the news? Why hasn't someone done this before? That's a good question, Tucker, and I'm not sure, to be honest, but I don't want to see anybody else have to deal with what I went through. So I want to hold them accountable for what they did to me because I don't want to see anybody have to go through what I went through. Yeah, I mean, they tried to imprison you for the rest of your life. It wasn't coverage. It was advocacy. You have a lot of potential targets to sue yourself. Will you be suing any of these news organizations? Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Um, Well, right now we're looking at quite a few uh, politicians, celebrities, athletes, Whoopi Goldberg's on the list. She called me a murderer after I was acquitted by a jury of my peers. She went on to still say that. And there's others. Don't forget about Sank from the Young Turks. He called me a murderer before verdict and continues to call me a murderer. Interesting. And and what about the people who called you groundlessly a white supremacist? Which get him, Kyle. Makes it pretty get him. Get a job for the rest of your life if you're a white supremacist. Will you be responding to them? Absolutely. We are going to hold everybody who's lied about me accountable, such as um, everybody who's lied, called me a white supremacist. He says the same thing. They're all going to be held accountable, and we're going to handle them in a courtroom. Kyle Rittenhouse, I appreciate you announcing that tonight. What's that? You can't say much. You're you're going to court. You're going to battle. You're not going to tell your enemies all your strategy. Yep. And then this came out just today. 
He'll be getting a letter to Kyle Rittenhouse to sue LeBron James for defamation. <laughs> that chump says so much. Dude, I hope he... I hope, but you know, dude. Oh, man. Dude. 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 And he knows this is serious, dude. Is a neo-communist organization. Oh, this is Drew Hernandez. I like this guy. Trained Marxists. You go to their website. I mean, they've even tried to take it down by now. They forgot about this guy. The nuclear family. They want to take down the United States of America, and they're willing to use violent acts to do it. Twenty twenty, we know, right? Do you support Black Lives Matter as a neo-communist organization? Do you actually support all of that? No, I support Black Lives Mattering. I support Black Lives Matter. They do matter, and I think everyone wants to know as well. What are your plans for LeBron James? He'll be getting a letter too. LeBron James will be getting a letter too. Anybody who defamed me or lied about me, we're just going to send him a letter and then deal with them in a courtroom. Wow, he's been trained by some lawyer. And you know what's so funny, dude? I bet you there's some good lawyers that like, dude, yeah. we're going to get paid right now. We're going to get wow, paid. Wow, winning. Ching, 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 ching. Oh, yeah. And you know there's some good-ass lawyers that go, dude, don't worry. They're, you're just you're set for life. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. I, uh, I don't want to count the money before. Uh, uh, I, I, even if it's that, just bringing those people to court and, and bringing them accountable. That guy, LeBron, dude, sent some nasty stuff about our country, about our politicians, about our policies, about our police officers. Yes. That's awesome. And here I am still talking and defending the police officers after what we saw what they did in Canada to our people, man. It's just, dude. Yeah. Let's do a little. Let's see, I got a transition here. Wow. Dude, he's going to get. You think he, his, his payouts yeah, let's more talk than, about um, huh? than uh, what's the name of the other gentleman, the other kid? Two kids, bro. Two kids. Yeah. What's so the name of the other gentleman? This, this is... Tim uh, Sandman? Or? Yeah, Sa- Nick Sandman. Nick Sandman. Yeah, that's the, the MAGA guy that had the Indian banging the drum in his face and everybody called him a racist, called him uh, all kinds of stuff. White supremacist, same thing. The thing with him... And he was a good kid too, dude. He seemed to be a real good kid. Dude, they settled quick. That was the thing with that Nick Sandman guy is... I don't... That wasn't in court for more than... Six nine months maybe at the most, and uh, wow. all the MSN MSNBC. Uh, see, that's the thing is he never, as far as I know, I don't think he personally went after anybody. He was going after the media companies themselves. So it should be interesting to see what happens because it sounds like Rittenhouse is going to go after the media companies and individuals. So well, he's you know like he's gonna hit them all all at the same time type of thing too. Whoopi Goldberg used her her platform. I'm surprised he's not going through ABC News. He's not going after like the producers of the, the View. The View. Yeah. Um, that guy could, because they allowed her. They gave her the platform. They they you know I mean I don't know mm-hmm. you know I mean if, if, if even if you if you're driving to get a quick car. Or and you don't know about your they still hold you as an accomplice, right? If they catch you, so ABC was an accomplice, NBC was an accomplice. All these, dude, all media. of them, yeah. yeah. All the 
uh, every single one of the anchors that was running because they that's the but, funny thing with these media companies is when they have a talking point they all say it facebook there it's uh, like twitter uh, twitter twitter was going all crazy you, he could sue everybody. yeah i don't know if he could uh it'd be interesting i don't know if he could go after facebook and twitter because they're not like a. but if they were altering the conversation maybe or people they were, no 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 if they altered any of the conversations that were being done or being trans i say held on their platforms, they have to be accountable for it. They they altered it. They mm. altered the, the opinion. They have to be held accountable for things, for things like that. Yeah, I just, um, we went over all that stuff when it was kind of going on. That It was amazing how he, they really did their best to taint every juror to the point where he was already guilty before he even went to trial. Like, we, we kind of covered that when it was all happening, and it was... Pretty amazing when you started looking at those those old clips because it was just relentless. There was I, I if there was people who who were really siding with the people who were who were shot, I've not spoken to anybody, and I you could I I speak to quite an array of people, different backgrounds, and every one of them gave them the the self defense. Mm. He had the right to defend defend himself. Definitely. So. It was interesting how blindly or how, yeah, how blindly or whatever the the prosecutor was going after him because, it, I don't know, man. It just, like, if no one else saw the videos, like, no one else saw the, what happened. You know what I mean? Anyways. I've read it a couple times probably on this show, but I'll read it again. It's probably one of my favorite uh, internet memes from when this happened. When was it put, saved? When was it posted here? September 2020. Uh, it looks like just an anonymous post by someone says, guys, and this is in regards to Rittenhouse. Guys, I'm not even religious, but how can this be anything other than divine intervention? Kyle Rittenhouse shoots a pedophile in the dick, shoots a burglar in the arm, shoots a wife strangler in the lungs. Also, the guy who tries to kill him is named Grosskretz, literally means big cross. Kyle literally defeated the cross like Jesus did. Kyle's from Antioch, which was part of the Holy Land in the Crusades. If you Google St. Kyle, there's a Catholic saint which is also named Kyle that is called St. Kenosha of Fife. And that, <laughs> that's the city that it all happened in was Kenosha. Uh, and then obviously we've talked about this before. It's just epic. He also cleared a malfunction in his gun and shot the burglar in the arm in under two seconds. Um, yeah, it, it just goes on to kind of point out how it's literally an impossible shot. Like, I mean, we watched the video, we replayed it over and over again on our roundtable podcast where, you know, yeah. one second, I mean, not even that, what, and a uh, half of a second, longer to clear that chamber on that rifle and everything changes that night. No, he, he gets it, clobbered in the head and is probably gets his face kicked in until he's unconscious at that well, point. Wasn't that one of the points that they showed on the video that the last shooting, he actually wrested the gun away from him and then picked it up and aimed it at the last person that he shot in the arm. And 
Yeah, because they were kind of trying to grab for it, huh? Yeah, and, and no, no, well, because they said that he was that he was intentionally was going to shoot him, like he had it planned, and until so they showed that he, like you said, cleared it, and he kind of rested, like he did, and as soon as he noticed that the guy was on top of him, he picked up yeah. the gun and shot him, and that's why I was making fun that what the other guy, because he was on on trial, he was on the on the other side testifying against him. Yep. And I think the whole thing he was upset is that Rittenhouse was faster at the trigger than he was because he had his gun straight right you at know, him. The guy had a gun pointed at Rittenhouse. And too. Rittenhouse, like I said, yep. to go from a rested position to aim it at him and shoot him, if it was a divine, because I mean, because any, any guy with a, that's really, um, how do you say, has a lot of experience with a gun, could he have done all that? I mean, because, dude, everything was just It was wow. impressive. I've, wow. I've said it many times that uh, if you could, if when when all hell breaks loose and uh, I need to defend my family, I hope I'm half as skilled as he is. Dude, in that they moment, were all <laughs> I mean, it's shots. impressive. Everyone talks about yeah. the controlled AR, shot. That, yep. Oh, that it's a semi-automatic. It, it was all single shots. Yep. And it was interesting, dude. Like like a video game in a way that was like pop, 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 and it was wow. It was crazy. Remember, there was uh, as he's walking away, you can hear more gunshots all around him. Yeah, as he's was, walking towards the police, there's uh, line. shots going off, and you know, obviously, that's not from him. I don't know yeah. who who else was shooting, but yeah. it was a that was a wild night. And then we we uh, after what a year and a half, we find out that um, our favorite uh, agency happened to have a drone. That was flying over the whole thing. You know what's so funny that when I was hmm. looking at the video of the convoy <laughs> starting off and they they were singing um, "Amazing Grace" before they left, ah, nice. And they were seeing the blue sky, and, and out the whole time I'm wondering, where's the drone? Where's the drone from the FBI? Because if this is all true, there's got to be a drone flying over them. There's got to be. There's yeah. no more, you know. I thought this one was kind of interesting. Uh... So they've always said that, uh, they've, you know, the DHS put out, we talked about it last week, the DHS put out a statement saying that, um, you know, if you question the government, you know, or whatever, that that can be considered a, a domestic terrorism. Yep. And uh, because they've had threats and uh, they've foiled certain um people that were going after critical infrastructure, right? Mm. And then I, I found this one. This is uh, three white supremacists plead guilty to plot to attack power grids to start race war. And then if you go down here, I thought it was interesting. I wish I would have highlighted this thing because now I'm not going to be able to probably find it. Um, oh, it's further down. Let's see. This guy left something. Okay, here we go. Upon arriving in Columbus, uh, you're talking about the defendants here. Sawell and Cook purchased spray paint and painted a swastika flag under a bridge at a park with the caption, Join the Front. Remember when we were talking about the Patriot Front? Mm. With the guys with the pants? Yeah. And I found that. I found that kind of interesting because, you know, not that I'm some militant dude or whatever, but I don't know anybody that talks about the front or the Patriot front or join the front. Nobody talks like that. No, you know, no. in, in, in my, 
you know, very amateur opinion. You know, that sounds like um, a fed to me, the join the front thing. You know, there's another one that just sounds ridiculous to me. These two purchased spray paint and painted a swastika flag under a bridge at the park. I mean, like, seriously? <laughs> Who does that? I mean, how how long has it been since you saw a spray-painted swastika so, somewhere? But, but why would I mean, this, this make ridiculous. national news? Well, the reason is because this is going to be, this is part of the, the way they're using that DHS, G, DHS statement about domestic terrorists. They have to have, you know, uh, they have to have a court, a trial that shows that this is an actual threat to the U.S. And so they, this is my, this is my theory that they, you know, basically put up this false trial to go, well, look, you know, we, we need this power. We need power to be, to basically be able to stop free speech, let not let people communicate with each other because there's white supremacists running around that are going to, you know, mess up our critical infrastructure or whatever they think is going to happen. It's just, it's, it's a, I guess what's, what do you call that? Like a pretext to do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. which to me is ridiculous. Cause it's like, you know, for, uh, when was that? It was a couple of years. It was before Trump even for, for years and years with Obama, it was every six weeks there would be a, uh, some sort of terrorist. Well, what, what do they call it? A cycle shooting. It, it was every yeah. three months. There was there was a, a school shooting. A, a terrorist, a Muslim terrorist attack on a on yep. a daycare center. Something in San Bernardino. was popping off. Yeah, every two months, just like three clockwork. Months. It was it was it was it was uh, the theater shootings. Remember all the theater shootings because they oh, yeah, supposedly huh. because some movie they were showing. Oh my gosh! It it just it it uh, some guy got ticked off of whatever racial thing was on it. It, it so they got a you know that and I think that was wow. kind of used you know as pretext also you know back then. But well, I'm telling you, there there's a lot of simulation between this administration and that administration. It's just mm-hmm. it, it's the same power grab. It's the same tactic. It's just like. Like the last guy said, he just needed this one other year to do it, and because he couldn't do it in two uh, terms. No, we all. Hopefully, nobody listening here. Everybody knows this, but in case someone's new listening to us, that you know, remember that the uh, Michigan governor plot, you know, the Michigan Michigan kidnapping plot of the governor was pretty much fifty percent feds an informant setting up 50% of the other group. So there, I think there was 14 or 15 people that got uh, uh, busted, you know, and out of those 14 or 15, half of them were actual informants or agents that ended up, you know, facilitating this uh, fraudulent kidnapping attempt, which they never even really got to, you know, they, they obviously busted it before it, even got close to happening, but it's, it is pretty unfortunate. These guys, the, there was three guys that they got, they said, and if you look at the ages, there's 20, 22 and 24. And I'm pretty sure the 24 year old is the one I'm sniffing out as the, um, the, uh, like I won't 
specify what I think he is, but the other two, you know, 20 years old, like you're pretty much an idiot at 20 years old. Sorry, 20 year olds <laughs> out there. But when I was 20, I was like a dummy, dude. I'd have, I would have believed anything. If someone like basically set me up and was like, dude, I'm going to take you out to the desert. We're going to shoot ARs. And you know, I got, I got grenade launchers and, you know, like... Someone you think is being cool with you? Yeah, I got yeah. I got claymores, dude. You want to go out and shoot some clay... You want to go blow some claymores up? You know, and, and they basically uh, get these guys... Uh... Anyway, that's my theory on that one, but it's just a theory. Yeah, yeah. It's now... It, everything is either racist or white supremacy. And... Um... That's a, it is the all the troubles of the world are blamed. It's like the the when you hear the history books and you know, the most recent one, obviously, but the, the Hitler and the Germans and it was all the Jews' fault. Our our economic problems are the Jews' fault. Now it's this. It's all their fault. It's all the. <laughs> it's the, these guys are still playing the same old, you know. I had something on Jewish stuff. Playbook, man. It's the same. Jewish Biden has tapped all yeah. the Jews. Biden has tapped for top roles in his new administration. There was something that went around in Huntington Beach where they they had a bunch of they found a bunch of flyers that were like anti-Semitic anti-Semitic uh, flyers. Yeah, but uh, this one kind of goes through all these. Um, nominations yeah these are all like top dudes and they're all assholes you know so it's like to me i don't really care if they're jewish or not but they are they are definitely assholes well anything this guy's been uh anthony blinken secretary of state um stepson well i guess stepson's not really related though stepson of a holocaust survivor Ah. uh david cohen cia deputy director um, been been involved in Jewish causes and issues for a long time. Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, um, he credited his grandparents who fled anti-Semitism in Europe before coming to the U.S. Imagine what they would tell oh, him man. about what he's doing, man. B uh, B Real is going to be so mad at me if he if B Real uh, listens to this show. He doesn't like me talking about this stuff. Averill, Averill Haynes, director of national intelligence. These are big wigs, man. Uh, her mother was a Jewish painter. Ronald Klein. Chief so what of is staff. the point of all this? It's just uh, that Jewish people are, I think, 13% or 12% of the population. Which tribe of, which tribe of the, which one of the 12 tribes do they belong to? <laughs> I don't know. Well, then. They're Hebrews. Yeah. Are they actually Jews? Are they actually from the tribe of Judah? That, I have no idea. Well, then, I mean, I'm asking that question. This is my favorite Jew. So it's Hebrew. Rachel Levine, Deputy of Health Secretary. Uh, That's the, that's a man, baby. It's a man that thinks he's a woman. That's he doesn't our, uh, think he's a woman. That's how he got that position. He knows what he's doing, dude. He's, that's actually Admiral Rachel Levine, remember? Yeah, yeah. They know what that was hilarious. 
this guy, this is here, here's our, our buddy at the Homeland Security, Secretary of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. But yeah, I have no idea what what you're talking about. Is there, there's different kind of Jews out there? Yeah. There's 12 tribes. But they're all Jewish. No. What no. Do you mean? They're Hebrews. What's the difference between a Jewish or Israel, Christian and Or a you Hebrew? can call them Israelites, too. Okay. Israelites. But there's 12 tribes, and there's one of the tribes is Judah. Are you telling me that all these guys from the tribe of Judah, they say Jewish. That means you're supposed to be from the tribe of Judah. Are you from the tribe of Judah? What does that have to do with anything? I'm just asking the question. They're saying they're Jewish, so my question is, are they from the tribe of Judah? What does are they that, the tribe from Benjamin? That, are they from the tribe of Hanan? What does Which that even tribe mean, are they though? From? Like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what that even means. And, well, I mean, you say they're Jewish. But what does what does it matter? Well, what does it matter that this list? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I don't know, dude. Are they Catholics? No, Joe Biden's Catholic. Are they Christians? Joe Biden is. Are they atheists? Supposedly some of them are. Uh, I mean, these ones I just listed. You don't know if they're practicing. I mean, I don't know them. Are they practicing Jews? Are they atheists? Are they not? I don't know who they are. Is that what their background is? Or are they Americans? Because I'm not Mexican. I'm American. So I, I don't know. Do you have uh, some issue with calling out Jews or something? No. What's going on here, buddy? No. Why don't we see all the black people or all the Hispanic people that Joe Biden has put in office? Hmm. I guess the question is, too, are they Jewish religion or Jewish? Descent? Yeah. like Again, I get there's confu- no, there's no, I get confused with that. <laughs> there's no Jewish nation. There's Israel. There's Jerusalem. So what are they? But the reality is, is that there's only 13% Jewish people, Israel people, whatever you want to, Israeli people, whatever you want to say, however you want to put the label on them. Because I notice you don't want to put a label on them. No, I'm just asking. But, but however you do it, it's a small percentage you know, but yet it's a, you know, very large percentage in head spots in the government, which mm. is kind of, I don't know, it's just worth pointing out. doesn't mean it's good or bad or that, uh, wow, that's a cool looking car right there. Huh. All right, well, I guess. A failure well, of imagination. No, well, I mean, because I've been, again, looking at the, the Forbes report on YouTube, it, it's, they're, they're going again through all the different cabinet positions that this administration, uh, they're, they're in pretty much interviewing the candidates that the Biden administration is putting up. You know, the candidates are putting up for these different positions, secretary of whatever, you know. And they're a mixture of people. It's interesting. A lot of Asians, a lot of Asians, dude. Interviewing for a lot of like attorney general positions. Oh, in government. Yeah, yeah. You you got to really go into a lot of women. I've not seen one man nominated at all. All women of different backgrounds. Some you know, but all women. Yeah, Biden. 
definitely made it a point. I, I think Trump did too, if I remember right. But Biden definitely made it a point to hire diversity centric people. So no, like by, if, by skin tone only, not uh, ideology. No, but I mean like yeah, skin tone or gender. You know, it's, it's got to be you know a, a black female or a you know non-white female or a you know definitely not a man. Can't be that. But uh, yeah, we just got to did I just make everybody uncomfortable just now. No, I mean it, there it's the news bringing up all this stuff. We're just this is what they're actually talking about in the media, guys. All this stuff you can find it, and it's through news networks. It's interesting. You want to talk about COVID at all? I got some COVID stuff. I'll bring it up. Hello, America. Hello. Don't it seem like we're neglected? Huh? The government gaining more power from every person infected. What? Not from the virus, but by the news and the politicians selected. Why? Yet the establishment getting fed up at the rate at which we rejected. Okay. Their policies, ideologies designed to keep us divided. Because yeah. nothing good really came from in the program they provided. Yeah. The rate of crime, drugs, education, and the wage gaps all wide. Yeah. Under pure leaders, all old decrepit men like President Biden. Yeah. How dare you abandon Americans left stranded out some foreign land. Lost helicopter, military drones, that's all because of your poor command. You say you practice Catholicism, but you won't protect the innocent. You rather have any bitty babies all butchered up like venison. Your nonchalant foul attitude is evidence that you cheated. More thumbs down than thumbs up and our comments all get deleted. Real patriots everywhere you go, making sure you're properly greeted. But the f body put Trump in there, hope he get the message and beat it. Now we can try to impeach, but that ain't gonna bring no relief. Both him and the vice president is a lying, murdering thief. We're slowly watching it burn as my heart is filling with grief. So this uh, this clip's been making its rounds here, but uh, this is Bill Gates giving a really interesting response. I think No Agenda covered this already, but we'll we'll talk about it here. Better turn that off first. And get a bit of a scene center from Mr. Gates, because this is, I know, a topic that you've spoken on again and again. You were ahead of the curve prior to the beginning of this pandemic. Where would you that assess where we are today? That smirk on that guy's face. I can see it from here. Well, the, uh, you know, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the, the variant called Omicron, uh, is a type of vaccine. That is, it creates both B-cell and T-cell immunity. And it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with vaccines. If you do uh, sero survey... Did you hear that? Did you he said, sadly, the o- Omicron variant worked better than his vaccines. If you listen closely, here we go. Where would you assess where we are today in beating COVID-19? Well, the, uh, you know, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the, the variant called Omicron, 
uh, is a type of vaccine. That is, it creates both B cell and T cell immunity. And it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with vaccines. So, stop it. So, Omicron was a vaccine? He's saying right now it's a vaccine that got well, better out there than my vaccine. My question, my question at the beginning of this whole thing is uh-huh. what I cannot understand. Why are we even listening <laughs> I know. to this moron that says that what he's good at is programming? He himself says he's a programmer. I need a money sound. He is not a doctor, but yet we're asking him for medical advice, like he's God. You know why? Because he's God. Because these people all can you can you make sure you give me money? Money. You give me money. <laughs> yeah. You give me money. That's exactly what it is. And it's amazing. He probably paid for this so whole thing. Food. He's center seat. Yeah, he's he paid for all this. He's so. Freaking narcissist that he's center seat. Yeah. And so my question is He's smirking the whole and time. And it's a vaccine too. that Ugh. he created that go how you created? Well And so you're going <laughs> it's faster. He's not really saying it's a vaccine, but he's saying it it no, no, worked like a vaccine. It's a vaccine. He didn't say it worked like a vaccine. <laughs> I, Play it back. <laughs> Play it back. Uh, let's see. Cell and T cell immunity. And it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with vaccines. If you do uh, sur- surveys better. in African countries, no, no, go back. You get well over eighty percent. Go back. You're no, way. I, no, 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 yeah, I go back. He... Uh, Listen, you know, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the the variant called Omicron, uh, is a type of vaccine. That mm-hmm. is, it creates both B cell and T cell immunity. What is it? Is a type of vaccine out of that horse's mouth? Population, uh, is a type of vaccine. If you do uh, sero surveys in African countries, check this out. You get. Well, I, mean, I, I didn't pay. People, you know. Check this out. Uh, have been exposed either to the vaccine or uh, to various variants, and so you know what that surveys in African countries, you get well over 80% of people uh, have been exposed either to the vaccine or uh, to... So in Africa that he's talking about, it's less than 20% of the people have got the vaccine. Most people in Africa, when they see Bill Gates coming with a needle, they freaking run the other way, dude. They know this guy's trouble with his needles. Like he's he's messed up so many kids with polio shots over there that they don't want anything to do with these white lab coat dudes that come you know like in the into the countryside, uh-uh. and and he's basically admitting that the like you said the uh, Omicron variant worked better. I kind of sometimes wonder. I have this weird speculation. This you know, of course, my brain's going to do this to me. I am proudly a conspiracy uh, minded fellow. But uh, what if Omicron, what if, okay, say you were doing gain of function research, trying to make a a virus that was going to be like, not necessarily deadly, but could get an agenda pushed through that you needed, right? So you develop this, this gain of function thing that, can make people sick. It definitely gets reported, can cause a bunch of drama. 
then you need some way to end that drama, right? You need some way to kind of tie a bow on the end of it after you've released it. What better way than to release something that will dominate the old one, but will be an ending, you know, a a less deadly form that will end it. So you, you have the opening salvo, and then you have the one at the end that kind of can wrap it all up and end it. So like you can, you can, it's I I don't know what you want to call that. It's like a package. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause they don't want something just to run. Even though if you look at the rates of COVID, it's still, I think it's less than 1% of the people actually get hospitalized and yeah, you know, yeah have those type of complications that can make them die. So it's 99% of the people are going to be okay anyway. But uh, I've often wondered that if you're going to, if you're going to do a gain of function situation where you're going to, to say you were making this for the militaries, one of the militaries of the world, uh, which they've kind of talked about doing before, you know, where you need, you wanted to drop something in a enemy area but then you wanted to eventually take over that enemy enemy area. You need it to stop at a certain point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you got to yeah. have some sort of, and it's like a payload package, you know? Yep. I don't know. I, I've had that weird conspiracy theory a couple times in my head. Huh. It does. It may, I'm not a scientist, so maybe it doesn't work like that, but. The various variants. And so, you know, what that does is it means the chance of severe disease, which is mainly associated with, being elderly and uh, having obesity or diabetes, those risks are now dramatically reduced because of that uh, infection exposure. And, you know, it's sad. We didn't do a great job on therapeutics. You know, only here, two years in, do we have a a good therapeutic. Uh, Vaccines, it took us two years to be in oversupply. Today, there are more vaccines than there is demand for vaccines. and you know that wasn't true. Look at the skeptical and look next on time her face. We should try and make it instead of two years. We should make it more like six months, uh, which certainly yeah. Because uh, I got to get rid of this stock, man. I got all this money invested in here, and I, at, at least at least hey, he's like a he's like a salesman. Look, look, every six months, guys. At least, come on, I need to sell them, get rid of them. He just admitted that he has a bunch that nobody wants, so now he wants to make sure that people get it every six months. You know, oh, dude, let, this is done, man. L- let, us, let us all not forget, please, people, if you're out there. I think most people have done this already, I hope. But please research who his dad was. Please do that. Just You could literally do a Wikipedia lookup, and it's going to show you. You use Nesnicks? You whatever? Yeah, eugenics. Eugenics. Uh, Margaret Sanger, he was... Uh, hey, guys, and don't forget... He was a powerful dude, his dad, like... Very powerful uh, government slash research slash university uh, power player. You know, he was no he was no just normal dude. No, you know he he was a big uh, part of uh, the success of uh, or if you can call it a success of Planned Parenthood. You should look at the board, the director board, the first director board. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. But did, uh, did you see this one? This lady? No. And then this is the only two clips I got for COVID stuff. But a German TV interviewer 
Oh, did you see it? No, I oh. wanted to see this video and I didn't. I didn't oh, get a chance to see it, dude. It's creepy as hell. It's like dude. that lady who was on the the comedian. It it's is a lot like that. Lady, yeah, dude. although this this lady doesn't talk crap about uh, Jesus like the other. But guy she's did. pushing the like the did. next shot, right? Yeah, watch this. Yeah. It's in German. What is it saying? Watch her eyes. Her eyes. Just like that lady. Do you remember how her eyes rolled back before she fell? The comedian? Her eyes get all crazy and she almost falls over. Someone has to come in and catch her off the chair. But uh, we can read what she says. She's It's in German, but let's see if I can. What is There we go. I can get it, make it bigger. Says, so you are saying we should only activate mandatory vaccination as soon as it will be vital. Interviewer. Won't it be much too late then? Ern, we have to uh, unintelligible. So she's. What's that word right there? Unintelligible. She's pushing uh, that we need to get people vaccinated now before it's a problem. Why should we wait until it's a problem? Why shouldn't we get people vaccinated now? And then she, like, as she's saying that, you know, could be coincidence. I That's why I believe in the power of prayer, man. Or it could be God. I am telling you right now, man, if this is wicked and it's not of God, and you're, hmm, and now they want to go after babies and little kids, uh, you're going to play this? Oh, we're kicking butt, buddy. We got an hour and a half. I think we're going the whole way. No breaks this time. We've done an hour and a half already? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Dude, That's all right. when time flies when you're having hey, fun. It, once again, guys, we're just gathering. All this can be found on simple uh, one day searching through YouTube. And uh, don't take us seriously. Don't forget we're just two morons here. We're ancient astronaut theorists. Our opinion is protected. And, you know, and don't forget about the Stomping Horse Stable company. They're a... Uh, stomping Face? What is it? I thought wheelchair bound. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Again, yeah, no, you're right. It's Stomping Horse Stables. There yeah, you go. Save, the, save the horses, guys. Use ro- Anton... What do they call it? Anamatonic. It's a new word for me, guys. Robotic horses, basically. I like the animatronic. It gives it a little bit more like a, like a, uh, you know, one of those little rides. Pretty soon, the the Boston Dynamics guys that make those robot dogs. I heard that they're trying to make those robot dogs. Uh, so they're powered by batteries at this point. Well, you know they're out of business. Are they? Do they yeah. go out of business? Yeah. Well, they're trying to make it that. It would eat human flesh. That's what I was still going to say. That it was going to be powered by yeah. human flesh yeah. because they were going to use it to. Okay, if there's wars, <laughs> one of the things that you have to do after wars, you have to go bury your dead bodies. So instead of burying the dead bodies, where they're going to have these robotic dogs go into the war fields and uh, devour the dead bodies and just, you know, that's what was going to power them. This is. That's uh, science. <laughs> science oh man we were watching um oh nacho libre nacho libre nacho 
Uh, and it's so hilarious in, in that uh, I had so many good. Uh, um, don't, don't you know I trust the trust science? I had so many good science <laughs> clips, and then Everybody. my my soundboard died on me, and I lost all my my uh, sound effects. So I lost all my DJ. Don't you trust science? <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, uh, I have this. Uh, uh, my dog doesn't want to watch it for some reason, but it's a Patrick Henry speech about liberty or death, it's spoken by Jocko Willink. This is a YouTuber. 1.36 million people, buddy. I'll turn it off if you don't like it. Though. I don't see. get it. Not that I don't like it. Let us not. I beseech you, deceive ourselves. We have done everything that could be done to avert the storm which is now coming on. This is for the truckers, baby. We have petitioned. We have remonstrated. We have supplicated. We have prostrated ourselves before the throne and have implored its interposition to arrest the tyrannical hands of the ministry and parliament. But our petitions have been slighted. Our remonstrances have produced additional violence and insult. Our supplications have been disregarded and we have been spurned with contempt from the foot of the throne. In vain. After these things, may we indulge in fond hope of peace and reconciliation? There is no longer any room for hope. If we wish to be free, we must fight. I repeat it, sir, we must fight and appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all that is left us. They tell us that we are weak, unable to cope with so formidable an adversary. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be the next week or the next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed and when a British guard shall be stationed in every house? (coughs) Shall we gather strength by irresolution and inaction? Shall we acquire the means of resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemies shall have us bound hand and foot. Sir, we are not weak if we make a proper use of those means which the God of nature hath placed in our power. The millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty and in such a country as that which we possess are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Besides, sir, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations and who will raise up friends to fight our battles with us. Amen. The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, 
the brave. There is no retreat but in submission and slavery. Our chains are forged. The war is inevitable and let it come. I repeat it, sir, let it come. It is in vain, sir, to extenuate the matter. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war has actually begun. The next game. Give them nothing, but take from them everything. Make sure you use your voice, everybody. Talk about uh, talk about these things to your neighbors, to your friends, people you trust. These uh, Patrick Henry, man, and all these people, man. I went through you know high school with a lot of Vietnam veterans, hardcore ones, and they talked to me many, many stories of many of their brothers who did not come back. And um, one of the teachers brought a one of the first uh, the one of the first dead people that died in the Korean War that happened to be a a a member of our county, and they brought all the uniform and they showed us that. And it's just like the Canadians were saying, their military that all these people and all this blood that was shed, and these great speeches that we just heard. The stories that we listened to about George Washington, about Abraham Lincoln. Beast mode. About all the revolutionary people, about all the great stories. Conquering slavery. Conquering many, many racial divisions. And yet, we have these elitists that want to divide us using and continuing to use the only weapons they can use is racism and bigotry and all these very things that our forefathers fought for. They left a country like England and Europe to get away from this tyranny. I mean, if you look up all that, and then here they come. And that's what Hollywood and I were talking about earlier, about all these immigrants who have come to this country and listened to our show. You guys fled something. You guys fled a nation that was like, was torturing you, wasn't giving you any freedom to to grow as people. And then we come to this country, and I include myself, and we want to bring that trash with us. And we want to recreate that trash we left. That's what's mind-boggling for me, is that we want to recreate the trash we left in this country. And it's a it, it's a slap in the face for all for the beautiful speech we just heard. Give me liberty or give me death. Or what's that other one that says that was it uh to give your freedom up to to give your liberty up for freedom? You deserve neither? Yeah, it's uh give up your liberty for a little bit of security. You do deserve neither. Benjamin Franklin? 
I think that was Thomas Jefferson. No, that's Benji. But anyways, I don't know, man. Yeah, just just remember, uh, you know, obviously no one wants violence. You know, it's not uh, it's not the way uh, anybody wants it. But you do have to remember that, you know, our our uh, friends in Canada, you know, there could literally be kids that are hungry and cold in their house because the government shut off their parents' bank accounts because they were trying to, you know, trying to stand up for their children's future so that their kids didn't have to show a vaccine passport to get into a store. And so their parents and their kids went down to, to peacefully voice their, you know, their grievances to their government and say, hey, we don't want this for our kids. This is not what we want. And the government turned around and said, okay, you don't get a bank account. You can't pay your uh, mortgage or your electrical bill. So guess what? It's minus 30 degrees in your house. Uh, You can't buy any more firewood. The The cupboards are getting empty and your lights just turned off. So like this is for those guys, man, this is war. What did the Lord Jesus Christ say, dude? Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to the Lord what belongs to the Lord. Don't let these things waver our faith. Yes, we are told about troubles to come. But let's let's also follow the example of our brothers in Canada. And if we're going to do this, let's do it with dignity. Let's do it with morality. Let's not conduct ourselves like the other side. No, we're definitely not going to. We're going to do this with our face. Not going to sin here. We don't have to cover our faces like those cowards were. Like Black Black, uh, Antifa and all them, they continue to cover their face like cowards. We don't cover our faces. We're not afraid to show you what we think of. (laughs) Dang that sponsor. It's a reminder. Well, guys. You know, you can always whack those legs on those horses, man. They they hurt too. <laughs> they hurt too, man. All right, I think this maybe wraps it up for another episode here Wednesday night. Good times culture podcast. What do you think, man? Got anything Dude, else you want to say? You know what, guys? Once again. Hollywood and I are humbled. Humbled at the numbers that people listen to the show. I want to believe once again that it's because we pray for you and you pray for us. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the success of this show. And um, what's, it, it's Good Time Culture Podcast, man. And you guys got Good Time Culture Nation. And we're very proud, once again, to be broadcasting out of the Mighty Mighty OX. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, what do you got to say, Hollywood? I'll just say my my normal, uh, exposing evil, praising God over here. Let's, uh, let's keep it going. Let's pray for the truckers. Let's uh, pray for all the, all the freedom fighters out there in the world, the uh, moms and dads, 
that are standing up uh, for a better future for their kids, man. You got to speak up, everybody. You got to talk about it. Doesn't mean you got to like, you know, doesn't mean you got to do that much. It's really not that hard just to talk about it. Dude, they're trying to erase us, man. They're trying to erase our history. They're trying to erase us, guys. It's pretty simple. If you don't speak, then that's, uh, you're going to get what you get there. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's make sure everybody comes back next week. Uh, we're going to be doing a Thursday night show. I am going to, uh, ah. Sam Tripoli comedy show out in Simi Valley. If anybody's local around here, look him up. He's, uh. The guy on a tinfoil hat. Oh, yeah. I wanted to play my... Um, make sure everybody listens to this. Adam and John, listening to you along with other podcasts like Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, uh, JRE, OBDM, Higher Side Chats, My Good Family Culture Thinks Podcast. Crazy, and many more, has done so much for me in my amygdala as well as inspiring me to start my own podcast, which I did last year. Good time, That's Culture right. Podcast. We did start one last year. Woo! Good Times Culture Podcast. All right, come on back, everybody, next week, and uh, we'll do another one on Thursday. See ya. Show me what I got to do to bring me closer to you.